Welcome to Want Her, a community-driven podcast for the like-minded female, passionate about creativity, self-discovery, and letting out that inner weird. Brought to your ear holes by two cross-country friends, we want to project one thing. Self-discovery is a lifelong journey, and one that should be fun experiencing. Here, no topic is off-limits. We're just like you, striving for connection, laughter, and the continual reminder that we can actually be whatever the f*** we want. Here's Olivia and Sandy. Hello. We have a special guest today, and that very special woman's voice is. Oh my gosh, she's aggressive already. I love it. That's my mom. Hello, everybody. I don't know what they're going to ask me, so this is going to be interesting. We got you a glass of wine to ease the nerves. Cheers. Chug, 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 chug. I can't do that. So we're having wine with ice in it because my wine wasn't cold. Loosen them up. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Okay, now what do you want to know? Are we done? Well, let's start with something you agreed to get into. Let's talk about the mouse tattoo. Okay, so my signature on Facebook is Minnie Mouse because I don't want my picture (laughs) on there. So anyway, I've always told the story about how I went to Vegas that I got a mouse tattoo. So that's why I have Minnie Mouse. So Olivia, do you want to see my mouse tattoo? Yes. Okay. Well, shoot, my pussy must have eaten it. Okay, I just showed her my right hip, the side of my right hip. So there's no tattoo? There's no tattoo. Because the pussy ate it. Yeah, yeah, I get the joke. I was really hyped you had a tattoo, but you don't. No. People are a bit surprised when I tell that story. Yeah. Now you're telling the world. Yeah, now I told the world about my mouse tattoo. I'm just surprised that you said puss. (laughs) I've said many things. Where do you think I get it from? She has a dirty mind. Your eyes are the same person, but it's like different generations. You should see how big Olivia's eyes got. Whoa. I'm just okay. <laughs> now I have to go to confession. Because <laughs> it's not worldwide. <laughs> okay, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. <laughs> uh, that is mom's classic joke. That's my classic joke. It's a uh, Kathy original. Would you ever actually get a tattoo? My friends, last year when I was having um, my knee replaced, I got all kinds of tat- mouse tattoos. Like the fake ones? Like the fake ones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just to make sure that they did like the right leg? (laughs) Well, just so I have mouse tattoos. And then they sent me a beaver too, a stuffed beaver over there. And there's a story about that too. You know, I would really love to see you and my dad interact because he's kind of the goofier one in the family. My mom is a surgical nurse and he's met some of the doctors she's worked with over the years and he had to have a colonoscopy a few years ago. So he got a whole bunch of fake tattoos and put them on his butt. A shark, a snake, a pirate. And you know the scariest thing about the whole situation is I got sent a picture of his ass. Oh my God. It's burned in my brain. No, that's not something I don't know if I'd share that. It wasn't the full butt, but it was still traumatizing. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The beaver story. Okay, so one of my earlier dates with Sandy's dad, 
<laughs> I was a city girl. I had aspirations of moving to the valley, well, which is Green Bay, Appleton area. Well, anyway, um, he asked me to go with him to check his beaver traps. And it's like, I really don't know what that's all about. So um, it was another couple we were going with, and we were going to go on snowmobiles, and he pulled, was pulling a sled. So I said, sure. You know, so I put on these, in those days, he wore these one-piece snow, you know, like snowmobile suits. Yeah. They look like a, I don't know, you zip them up, and they yeah. look like a clown. Well, anyway, <laughs> most appealing look I have. But anyway, we go to check these beaver traps. And he kept catching, he kept having beavers in all the traps. So the whole sled was full of dead beavers yeah. and he didn't know where else to put them. So then he started like um, tying them to the, the hood of the snowmobile. And that didn't, that wasn't enough room. So then he had to put dead beavers on the snowmobile seat and I had to ride on dead beavers back to the farm. And you were into that? No, I won't be into that. All I could think of is, wait, wait till I tell my friends this. I don't think I'm going to be, I don't think I'm going to be seeing this guy again. This is just not me riding on dead beavers. And then I had to read, tell the story to them last year before I had my surgery. So then they sent me a stuffed beaver. It's over there. Oh, that's funny. So I have a stuffed beaver along with the most tattoos they sent me. Did you date a lot before Dawn? I was very shy and very quiet. Okay, pause. What do you think made you come out of your shell? Because I would not say that you are very shy now. I don't know what made it change. I think I decided I better start being fun or I was going to be left out because I'm, I, I'd rather be fun and people, I'd rather have people laugh at me. I don't care if they laugh at me. I do a lot of dumb things. Okay, but wasn't your mom like the same way though? Yes, like I've always, people remember me for wearing these fake teeth. I put fake teeth in. One time we were driving down, I was with my girlfriends, and we were driving down to Milwaukee, and we're on the freeway, and all of a sudden, I put my teeth in, and this guy pulls up next to me on the freeway. And he says, roll down your window. So I rolled down my window. I was in the passenger side. He says, are those for real? And I said, are what for real? <laughs> she rolled up the window, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I've always I've liked props and costumes and things like that. We used to have a paddle that we would take with us to Milwaukee when because my cousin had cousins that lived there that would say like honk if you're horny and things oh, like that. Nice. Fun things, yeah. You couldn't do that anymore, I don't think. <laughs> you know, that just would be kind of and scary now. Yes, I have faces and, goggles and yes, face masks. You know how I told you I hid ducks around my parents' house? Well, I hid like 20 around Sandy's house now. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be so fun. Oh, I was thinking about that with those ducks and I was thinking, I have to do that to someone. <laughs> I'm gonna do that like to maybe my sister sometime at her lake home or something. Like that. That would, yes, and that's what I was gonna do. I was, I was thinking I should order them right away so I'd have them. Bad idea. Yeah. They're in some pretty funny places. Yeah. So I expected a Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to do that. I like that idea. So how big are these little ducks? They're on like, oh, tiny, like tiny. tiny, tiny. Oh, you could put them in butter. Cool. Oh, you said you did that like that. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you could stick them in a sourdough. I did put one in like a piece of breakfast casserole for my dad. I was watching him and he cut it so perfectly so its head was sticking out. 
I don't think they found it as funny by the end of the fifth day, but I found it funny the entire time. Yeah, I like that. One time I made, um, we'd make a dish for up at the, or um, some kind of a casserole or something for at the hunting cabin. And one time I made sauerkraut and dumplings. And you make these dumplings where you were molded, you know, I mean, you mold them into balls. And because these were like with shredded potatoes and that, and I put a golf ball in the middle of one of them. These were big dumplings. They were different than I make now. So I put one in there and my brother-in-law got it, broke his fork and everything like that. (laughs) (laughs) Were you always like happy-go-lucky with your own self throughout life? Like even when you first found out you were pregnant or were you anxious like Sandy? Oh, yes. I've Were been you anxious. terrified? Like- no, I wasn't terrified, but I've had times where I was anxious. Yes, no, I've had big anxiety. He's scary. Big worries. Not socially. I got no. Yeah. Every worries about everybody and everything and everything I say or do if I say something stupid to somebody and then I think about it when I get home and it's like, that was crazy. And things like that. Yeah. So, no, I worry a lot, but I... A lot of people you notice that are, you know, like I, I think of Robin Williams. He portrayed to be a really fun, goofy guy, mm-hmm. but he really wasn't, you know, and I'm not like that to I that say, extreme. Okay? Yeah. yeah, no, I'm not I'm to that extreme. To <laughs> no, I'm not to that extreme, but I mean, I'm fine with everything. Just worry a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I want to hear about how you dealt with finding out you were pregnant with Sandy because I heard that was an accident. I'm a fourth. I knew you were going to ask me about that. Yeah. It really wasn't an accident. Uh, but, uh, no, she wasn't. She was a blessing. <laughs> my, my, dad, my dad at the time was dying of cancer. Oh, okay. So it was a really a tough time. Yeah. And she helped us get through it. Mm. So she was a year old when, when my dad died. Mm. But she, he was sick, like, when she was born and that. So it was even hard to come up with a date for her baptism, I remember, because I wanted my dad to be well, and he wasn't getting well. So we ended up, the priest asked me, would you do it at Easter Sunday Mass? So we did, she was baptized at Easter Sunday Mass. Mm-hmm. But she, there aren't many pictures of her when she was little. Yeah. She's a photographer. Yeah. Stacy, there's pictures every three months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was the first one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, no, I wasn't, I was... I was concerned because I was older and I was concerned about, I was, I was a month away from 40 when she was born. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they point out the sign on your performance. Yeah. Completely different. Yes. Yes. That's because she wasn't an accident. Uh, I won't say that. She can be an accident and a blessing at the same time. Okay, but I wouldn't ever say that. But my fear was that my babysitter wouldn't watch a fourth one because they were getting older because I've had the same babysitters for all of them. Okay. And they were like a set of grandparents, and they had retired up here from Milwaukee, and they lived right next door to us, and it was just – but they were happy to have her. I mean, and they – she probably – she stayed there longer than I even anticipated. I think it was sixth graders, so she was still getting dropped off of the bus there and stuff. Yeah. Do you have a favorite memory of her as a child or a funny story? Was she as quirky then as she is now? No. no. You don't think? I don't think so. No. When did I come quirky? I think when you decided you wanted to be a photographer. Like, the funniest story is you being upset about 
pictures and I didn't even realize that I wasn't taking pictures. That's probably the, the biggest thing. Didn't even realize, you know, bad mom here didn't take pictures. That's probably. No. I just make She just gives me a hard time all the time about it. Yeah. A big hard time. So I can't really think of other, anything. She didn't get into trouble with anything that I knew of. <laughs> Except for that one time they got caught at a drinking party it was oh, about it. And, yeah. And um Oh, at that point did you care? Yeah, at that point I didn't care. Probably with Stacy would have been another story. I didn't allow <laughs> any of that with her and she would say oh. holy cow, I loosened up by oh, the time yeah. same thing by yeah. the time Sandy was. Um but no, they didn't they weren't real troublesome kids or anything like that. So I don't remember nothing sticks out that she was she loves camping. <laughs> loves camping. <laughs> loves to travel. Yeah. Who would you say is most like you? Probably you. <laughs> Don is like a colder face kind of guy. He, yeah. he doesn't, he's not a jokester, jokester or anything Even like that. Even when you guys were dating? Mm -hmm. No. What? It used to irritate me because we'd go out to the bars and he'd be on one end talking to these guys and I'd be sitting there. It's like when we're dating, yeah. And yeah. show up late. And we show up late for dates. So I'd take off and I'd have my friends come get me and I'd take off and leave. And But he didn't mind it because he liked my parents. So he sat and he visited with my parents. He didn't care that I left. Did your parents love him? Yes. Like yeah. your dad? And yeah. And Don, Don lost his dad when he was a sophomore in high school. So my dad, he spent a lot of time out here in the woods and, and fished and hunted together and looked for ginseng and all kinds of fun things like that. So how old were you two when you got together? Pretty young? No, no. I was, was I 26 when I got married and mm -hmm. he was 28 when we got married. Mm -hmm. So oh, no, man. no. I had a lot of fun with my friends before I got married. <laughs> okay, since we're talking about a bar, what's your go-to karaoke song, Mom? The Telephone Man song. Or were you going to say Friends in Low Places? Yeah. Friends in Low Places, I sang that in a bar. She got up on a, a bar song. and sang Friends in Low Places. But the Telephone Man song, I always sang from when I was... I'd sing that. i do that in bars in, in Milwaukee. I don't know that one. Let's see if I can say it fast. I went to my apartment on a Monday at one, singing "Hey Lolly Lolly, shaky bum, shaky bum." Started moving in and on a Tuesday at two, singing "Hey Lolly Lolly, shaky do, shaky do." Wednesday at three, I called the phone company, saying, "Hey baby, put a phone in for me." Thursday at four, he came and knocking at my door, saying, "Hey baby, have your telephone man, show me where I want, where you want it, and I can put it where I can. I can put it in the bathroom. I can put it in the hall. I can put it in the bedroom. I can hang it on the wall. You can have all the buzz. You can have all the ring. And if you really want it, you can have a tingling because, I, hey baby, I'm your telephone man. Well, can you believe that?" My heart began to thumping and my mind began to fly and I knew I wasn't dealing with no ordinary guy. So while he wasn't talking, I was thinking of my plan and then my fingers did that and walking on the telephone man singing, hey lolly lolly, hey lolly lolly, hey lolly lolly, get it anywhere you can. So I got it in the bedroom and I got it with the buzz and I got it with the ring and when he told me what my number was, I got it jingling. Oh. <laughs> you never heard that? Never know. <laughs> I just sing it fast because you need the end to, to, for it all to tie together. Yeah. It was like in, we used to go to discos in Milwaukee, so it was those kind of places. I don't have a very good voice, but I can sing the telephone man song. And I'm saying, I'm saying um, yeah, friends in old places, mm -hmm. stood on the top of a bar and sang it to myself. One of the times we, he played baseball all the time, and I can remember he, um, 
being there and I was around this round table with a with a group of baseball girls and and he was on the end of the bar and and I was saying to the girls I don't understand this fascination with two with this school <laughs> stuff I gotta try it so I I put it in my mouth oh my god it burned so bad I couldn't get it off fast enough and the bartender said to me Kathy after Don was standing at the bar, and he said to me, he says, just look at her, and I'm going to ask her to marry me. Oh, that's really cute, though. That's really cute. So even though Dad acted like that, what about him stuck out to you or made you wait for him? He just was persistent. I'd say he was persistent. Really? Yeah. He was? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't like him at first because another girl liked him and I didn't want her mad at me. So I was like, yeah, don't talk to me. Leave me. I mean, I don't want her mad at me. Hmm. So he just kept calling you up anyway. Mm-hmm. The first, I think, I don't remember, it was the first Thanksgiving or the, I think it was the second one. It was the first because he didn't call me all week and I didn't understand this whole fascination with hunting and the hunting cabin and yeah. stuff. <laughs> and he came over on that Sunday night and we were sitting and talking and um, that song, did you ever hear that song? Feelings, nothing more than feelings. Okay. <laughs> Playing on the radio. And he said to me, he says, so what are we going to do next week? And I, I said, I don't know what you're going to do, but I have a date with somebody else. Did you actually? Could have. Was he yeah. Yeah. Jealous? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't think I told him who it was with. And I don't know. It was a guy I had been interested in. So he wasn't, I mean, I wasn't, he pursued me more than I pursued him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. How soon after you guys got married, did you have kids? We got married in 82, and we had, we had Stace of 84. Then Joe was 87, and then Susie was 91, and then Sandy was 96. Yeah. Okay, we've gotten through a lot of stuff. No, exactly. What were your favorite and least favorite parts of being a mother? Really, the least favorite part was disciplining. I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. like disciplining. Mm-hmm. You know, was it mostly Don? No, we Poor both did. We both oh. did, but I didn't like disciplining. I didn't like yelling at the kids and stuff like that. I don't know if they remember I don't yelling. Remember. That probably is the least favorite part. Favorite part was, I mean, we like to do things with the kids and take them different places and, you know, camping. I loved camping. I loved camping, taking them camping. And, you know, we go with my brother and sister-in-law a lot. And I just, um, that, that was, that, those are some of our best memories, you know, (laughs) and now I see the kids where they love it too, you know. Okay. What advice would you give Sandy as she's entering into motherhood? Don't stress over the little things. <laughs> what would you consider a little thing? Yeah. Well, the baby crying. I mean, um, other people judging you by how you're you're raising the child, or mm-hmm. you know, and things like that. It's only you and only her and Alex that know what's best for the child, um, what's right. And that's terrifying, Ma. Yeah, and it'll be interesting because then her sister will have one, you know, a month later. and That's nice. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they'll trade notes and stuff like that. And, you know, all, the, the biggest thing you can give your children is love and faith. <laughs> that would be my biggest thing to tell them. <laughs> cute. Okay. Cute. <laughs> is it she adorable? <laughs> One thing I have to do every single day is brush my teeth. <laughs> oh, come on. Self care. Like, how do you prioritize self care? Read. 
I like to read. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. to read. He loves it. Yeah. Over, and... over movies and TV. I like to cook. But now I figured out I can watch, like, The Golden Bachelor. I've got Hulu where I can watch it. Like, I told Stacy one night she wanted me to go to dinner. Like, man, I gotta watch The Bachelor. It's like, I usually don't refuse, but, oh, I was, I was into this scary guy. You know? He's cute. I mean, he just has a neat vibe about him that... Not not somebody I'd want, but I mean total total fantasy make believe scenario. Would you ever go on a show like that? No. You wouldn't. No. No. You have the perfect personality for it. I no, agree. I, I couldn't do that. Why I wouldn't not? want to be kissing the man on TV and all that stuff. Oh, that one. That part I wouldn't like. The or, fantasy suite. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. No. I don't know to what level to be asking these questions, but. Would you put out? No. Would you? No. Uh. Uh-uh. No. I don't want anybody else. Seriously, you no. Wouldn't... No. I want to be friends with all of them, even more so than him. Yeah. I want to have fun with them. And no, I don't want to be on a bachelor or bachelorette ever. <laughs> Is there any kind of TV show you would go on? Oh, I go on a game show. Yeah, I was gonna say. I go on a game show. I, I go on the uh, the Newlywed Game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the Newlywed Game. I don't know that. One. Oh, I loved it. Remember we just like how well you know each other? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically. So like last night. Yeah. Uh-huh. I love the Newlywood game. Yeah. I love the Newlywood game and the dating game. Those were my favorite ones. Do you think Dad knows you as well as you know him? Would you answer the same? No. <laughs> no. I think I know his likes better than he would know mine. I am curious though, did you do what Sandy's doing and not find the gender out beforehand? Nope. Was none of them. Full on. Full on. None of them. No, I had, I had, um, no, no idea what any of our children were. We didn't have ultrasound. We had an ultrasound with Joe because he was two weeks over. At that time, did they not do ultrasound? No, they didn't do them. No, and I didn't, I didn't know need them. So I mean, I didn't, except for they wanted to do like a. genetic testing when I was having her because I was old and I said no I don't I, I mean I went and listened to the whole spiel and I said no yeah. I, I if she comes and there's some issues we'll deal with it that really probably was wrong on, the, on my part because the doctor isn't prepared if there's something going on with the child mm-hmm. but I just I didn't want to have to worry my whole pregnancy or the majority of it yes yes I don't want to have to stress about it no I don't want to think okay there's this extra something or yeah. something's going on and I didn't want to know that so I didn't do that with any of them with with Susie I ended up having hemorrhoids terrible oh. hemorrhoids right so this is your so this is my third one yes. yes and my doctor came in well no my doctor was gone because I don't know where he was gone but anyway uh, a different doctor came in and I said there's something going on I don't know what it is because I didn't know anything about them he said oh my gosh <laughs> Those are some of the worst I've ever seen. I said, really? He says, I think you're going to have to have surgery. I said, what? Had you already? I'd given birth, yes, and I already had Susie. Mm-hmm. And and he said, yeah, we'll have to talk to Dr. Keener, and this would happen tomorrow. It's like, well, okay. I said, but but I don't want to be put under because I read coma, and I don't want to be put under because coma. <laughs> I don't want to wake up. <laughs> So I said, I don't want to be put under. Okay, so well then I ended up having a spinal, so I was awake during this whole procedure. So picture this. Okay, I had the anesthesiologist at my face, and I had the doctor, you know, is my rear in his face. 
Is somebody spreading your cheeks? Yeah, they's down there, down there. I said, hey, you guys want to hear a joke? <laughs> you know, when you're laying face down in this thing and that, it's like, I'm sure, they, I remember there was hardly any talking. And I'm sure they thought, lady, just shut up. Well, I says, I have a good one. For, I have a good one. So anyway, I said, um, you know, Sven and Olga went out for their anniversary <laughs> and they were eating prime rib. And Sven said, oh, this is so good, Olga. And Olga said, oh, this is good, Sven. All of a sudden, Olga started choking on her prime rib and Sven thought, oh my God, what do I do? He went and he pulled her pants down. What? He licked her rear end and that piece of prime rib went flying out. And she says, <laughs> Sven, I'm so happy you remembered that Heidi Lick maneuver. Oh my god. And then you told that during hemorrhoids. <laughs> and I'm sure the doctor thought, oh. They laughed No, there wasn't really a whole lot of. It didn't land, the joke didn't land. Well, I think they were just too busy with what they were doing, and I'm thinking they were thinking, I wish this lady would just shut up. Knowing how intimate the procedure was, would you now choose to be put under? Yeah, probably. Really? Um, yeah, because then I ended up with a smidal headache and that was worse mm -hmm. than being, I've been put out, you know, like for my knee and things like that. I thought I was camping when I woke up from my knee. So, I mean, it, it, all cool stuff. So I would have probably had that done, but I just was afraid that would have been my, that was my first surgery mm -hmm. and I just didn't want to be put under. And I'm sure they all thought I wish mm -hmm. she was put under. Were you like embarrassed the whole time because they were looking at your butthole and stuff? I wasn't even thinking about that. I was, I kept, I hear, was hearing beeps on the machines as I said, is that meaning I'm going to die? You know, oh. I mean, because it was beep, beep, beep. That's so me. I would do that too. <laughs> I was thinking, am I okay? And all this stuff, you know. Oh, tell my family I love that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was the most traumatic of any of them. How long were births with each of us? Stacy, we kept calling in because my contractions weren't consistent. Finally, my water broke at home and Don took me in town. I had her within an hour. Oh, my. Yes, they told me not to come until they were consistent, so they weren't. With Joe, I was induced, and that wasn't fun because I got in at 5 o'clock at night, and I had him at 5.30 the next morning. Oh so like with Stacy, it was a breeze because I was able to walk and stuff yeah. like that. The other two were fairly easy, too. It wasn't long waivers with them. It wasn't that bad. Do you have a high pain tolerance? No. I mean, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, but I, I think as soon as I had the baby, I forgot about it. Yeah. And I was up until right before it was going to happen is probably this. Then that, that's when I was a little bit worried about, oh, what's going to go on? But it, it doesn't last for very long. The, the biggest thing was I walked a lot. And walk, you know, walked out the contractions and stuff mm. like that. I, I was pretty active by the time I was um, ready to push them out. It was like, a, okay, I mean, it wasn't that bad. So me not wanting to get an epidural, you think I can do that? It really isn't. It isn't. I don't have a very high pain tolerance. Yeah, like have you broken a bone or anything? No, just I've just had my knees done recently, but I haven't. No, I haven't. Didn't have any kind of surgery before or anything like that. Wow. So I don't know. I think it's something that happened passes so quickly that you don't even think about it. You weren't as terrified as me. No. Mm -hmm. Because I, I kept thinking, okay, all these women have had babies and they're all fine. You know what I mean? All these people and everybody is good and stuff like that. So I really, I didn't worry about that. Mm -hmm. I just worried about if they were going to be okay. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. that's about basically all I worried about. Are they okay? You know, 
would you say your transition into motherhood went smoothly or? Yeah, fairly easy. Yeah, I think so. Um, Because she was the first one, it was exciting because she was the first grandchild in my family. Okay. You know, um, so they were all excited to have, you know, a, a new baby and stuff like that. My mom was around to help a lot. Yeah, I mean, you know, my parents were around and they helped. And Don was good with the babies, too. Mm. You know, he'd change them. He doesn't think anything of changing them or anything like that. So mm. he was good with them. He made it. He's a real good dad, you know. <laughs> he is. He is really good with them. And he has a good relationship with his kids. Okay. You know. Okay, so I have a question. Was your personality being so similar to Sandy and Sandy being the youngest, did you have a harder time disciplining her than your other children? I have problems trying to be fair to everybody. I don't like hurting people's feelings. Yeah. I don't like confrontations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't either, but I do think that's like I'm trying to sometimes. So you have a day with nothing planned, a completely open schedule. How do you spend it? I go camping. I'll be sitting around um, with any of my kids that could come and my grandkids, any of them. And probably sitting there and sitting around the campfire and probably have a book too there and stuff like that or watching them out at the lake if I'm just there by myself and I just sit with the book. And I like just, you know, I don't mind being by myself sometimes, but I prefer to be with my family, but they're all busy. So, you know, that's probably what I would want to do. Not one that likes to travel a lot. Like, you know, we had a exchange student from Italy and I promised her I'd come there someday. Hopefully I do feel like, oh, I just don't like traveling that far. Is she there now? I know Sandy mentioned having her on the podcast sometime. Oh, she'd be so much fun. Oh, she's fun. It was one of the best, best things we did. Sandy, I never forget, she called me one day, I think at work, and she says, Mom, can Kara come live with us? And I said, hey, wait, what do you mean, can KR? I mean, I'd like her to come live with us, and, and she she would like it too. And it's like, I don't even know how to do this, Sandy. And I says, and your dad's in Montana, so I can't ask him. I don't, I don't know what to do about this. And she said, well, she says, talk to dad when he gets home. She, If we could get her soon, that would be good. So anyway, um, well, Don came home, and he says, she says, all you have to do is contact this man, and he has to come look at the house, and that's it. Okay, well, let's wait for dad to get home. Don gets home, and he says, well, sure. Because she played tennis. Yes. Oh, so I kind of knew her. She's oh, fun. And so anyway, um, then Don came home, and he says, sure. So we ended up, we were supposed to get her after Christmas, and they kept moving it up, and I think we got her the first weekend in December, and I was gone somewhere that weekend. I had plans, and she came in and moved in, and she was supposed to go to another household before she left. She left July 3rd, and she ended up staying here the whole time. She told John, she says, I don't want to move. I don't want to move from there. I want to stay with them. Aw, so you view her as another member of the family. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And she called us Mama Bear and Papa Bear, and, mm-hmm. and she was Baby Bear, and, and she, um, she was just a a really bubbly personality. I'll never forget. Sandy was an FFA, okay? And she and Kara was playing soccer and Don and I were at this FFA like a meeting and they were selling pies. The, the kids had to make pies and they had to sell them like for this fundraiser at this meeting. Well, Kara came back over from the soccer field and she sits down on Don's lap 
<laughs> at this FFA meeting, and we're right in the front because she was one of the officers. Kara sits there and she sprawls on Don's lap. She takes her arm and puts it behind his head and she's rubbing on his head there. And she's just sitting there like this. Don looks at me and says, What do I do? I, said, I don't know. And we were laughing so hard because I was thinking, Oh man, all these other people are thinking I want one like her. She was really just really affectionate and that was it was just a cute thing that she was so comfortable with us you know and there was nothing I mean it was just like that was her dad you yeah. know it was uh -huh. just really cute it was, uh -huh. but it was just so funny it's like everybody's kind of looking at this girl sitting on the top of the slab we loved her yeah. she was just you know even we took her down to we drove her down to Florida so she could see some of the U.S. John's sister was down there and some of the other sisters, so we were able to spend time. So anybody who met her within the family, I think almost the whole family had met her, uh -huh. both sides. They just really enjoyed her. So it was really, I couldn't get one better than that, so I could have never done it again. Mm. But then it's Sandy nice was gone. Yes. Yeah. And I wouldn't do it if, if I didn't have a child at home. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You know, it would be too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Like a sibling. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. But then they go off and do all their own things because mm -hmm. Sandy started dating Alex, so mm -hmm. Kara would go off and do her own thing and things like that. So yeah. it was the one time she she took this home ec class kind of like, and she loved it because she got a baby to take care of. Little James. James, yeah. She loved him. Yeah, this, Like a doll? Yeah, like a doll. That was part of the... Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And she had this doll, and she was she was thrilled with it because it had clothes and everything, and she changed it. Well, one day she... <laughs> yeah, she was taking care of this doll, and, you know, she had to take it everywhere she went. Mm -hmm. And one day she came to me, and she says, Kathy, can we go to the... Can I go to the movie with Sydney? Um... On Friday, and I says, "Well, what's playing, Kara?" She says, Fifty Shades of Grey." Oh, I said, "Oh boy, Kara!" I said, "I think you have to ask your mom on this one." I said, "I can't, I can't approve that one for you to go to." And I says, "Besides, what are you going to do with James?" Well, I would take him along. Well, it was a baby that cried and yeah. made noises. Well, she, she, her mom approved it. They went to Fifty Shades of Grey. But that baby started crying during the movie, and she had to take him out. <laughs> So is Fifty Shades of Grey one of the books you have read? No, I have the series, but I haven't read it. Stopping you. I don't know if I want to read four books in a row, but all mm. the same author. And people have, some people have told me they're really good, and some people have told me they aren't. So I've kind of, I mean, I don't know. You haven't read them, right, Sandy? No. But we've read pretty spicy. Oh, we read, yeah, I read, I read spicy. That's not what's keeping me away. I just didn't okay. know if I wanted to commit to the, I like, I like to change authors. I don't like to read the same author over and over again. So I've got to be prepared to read like four books at one time. And I, I like to I like to go from romance to mystery. To Do you like the spice? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, do you ever read it to Dawn like Sandy does to Alex? She reads yeah. it to Alex. I wouldn't read it to Dawn. Really? No, I wouldn't read it to him. That's what I was like. Alex, listen to this. No. Woo! She sent me some Snapchats and I was like, I can't read that. No, I wouldn't read it to Dawn. No, uh-uh. That might give him ideas. I don't want to do that. <laughs> you guys are too old for that. <laughs> okay, what's my next question? Growing up, were you super affectionate with your family? We weren't a huggy family. 
No, I wouldn't say we were. Don's family is a real huggy family. They hug all the time. I, I didn't come from. We loved each other, but we didn't always display it. I mean, me growing up is what I'm talking oh. about. Mm-hmm. I have a sister and two brothers, and I'm the oldest. oldest. Oh. So um, I think I was just brought up that way. I mean, we the kids knew we loved them, but we were, I wasn't hugging them all the time and that. You disagree? Yeah. All the time we say I love you. Yeah, we always say I love you and that. Yeah. I think she's talking about that. Yeah, the hugging and... I guess I don't remember. Yeah. Because we do it now. Yeah, we do it. Yeah, we yeah. do it now. Huh. I think that was one thing I had to get used to was the hugging and the kissing and all that because we didn't display it with my family as much. Yeah, well, so I don't think they ever doubted that they were loved, though. I mean, and, oh, no. you know. Um, so, like, what was your experience growing up? What do you mean? As a young girl, like, did your mom act like this yeah, all my mom throughout? Was, my mom was fun. And she... She taught us to how to have fun, and she always said we were so poor when we were young, and I don't remember mm-hmm. ever being feeling like we were poor, mm-hmm. you know. One thing, you know, she worked full-time. She was a Langley County treasurer then eventually, and, you know, like an evening, to make it more fun, they would pack up burgers and hot dogs, and we'd go to the, it was they were called waysides, you know, like, like little parks, and they would take us to that and make dinner for us, mm-hmm. dinner. I mean, we camped a lot. When I was when I was a kid too, so I thought they showed us a fun childhood. You know, my mom would take Julie and I shopping to Wassa. We went by a lot, but we'd always get to go for lunch somewhere fun. And my dad would take my brothers hunting or fishing and things like that. So it was, you know, and mom had lots of friends. So I mean, she was she was a special lady. <laughs> She was. I agree. And my, my dad, too, they called him Grumpy Joe. Both grandpas are oh, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they they had a wide variety of friends, and they 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 had fun together, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and they loved Don. <laughs> they were so happy, you know, when, when I started dating him. But they loved each of their daughter-in-laws and their son, other son-in-law, too. We, we were really lucky with the ones that my siblings and my... Um, the in-laws are all good people. Are your siblings similar personality to you as well? My sister and one of my brothers is my other brother isn't so much like that. Yeah, my sister and I do dumb things. But Julie and I, oh, we would go shopping with my mom and we'd pretend we talked different language. We don't ever to each other. We don't do that or we say stuff to buy my mom. Quiet girls, you know, the quiet girls are, Mom, what time is the airplane coming to pick us up and take us back to Paris? I remember Julie saying that, and we'd go into some shop, you know, and stuff like that. Just, we would embarrass her, but then she would, um, she would get a kick out of it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So you got your personality from her. Mm-hmm. And then when people say that I remind me of my mom, that's, that's my goal. Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. you take that as like a compliment. Yes. Do you yes. Do as well? Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Poor girl. I've got six straight hair. She's got curls. I got curls, yeah. Yeah. Oh, curls. Yeah. We had a quite a big wedding. We had like 450, 456 were at our wedding, and they went through 17 half barrels of beer at our wedding. And I remember (laughs) father saying, you know, he had a really cute sermon, and then he said something about 50% of you are here. Because you never thought this would happen, that these two would get married. And the other 50% are to make, here to make sure that they do get married. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the priest that married us married Stacy and Chris also. Uh-huh. And he would have married Sammy and Alex also, too. 
Um, if we didn't have yes. COVID, yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And he, I love going to mass when he has mass. Yeah. So what are some things that are still on your bucket list? They don't have to be destinations. I'd like to see my grandkids get married and I want to be still with it. Uh -huh. yeah. 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 That's a that's scary, totally scary part. That's the scary part is not to be with it. Yeah. Oh, you know? It's happening, mom. Yeah. 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 You never know. Okay. But what about something stupid? Like, what would I like to do stupid? Would you ever get an actual mouse tattoo? <laughs> no, because I'd, I'd use one of those fake ones. I wouldn't do a mouse tattoo. <laughs> no. You don't have your ears pierced? Yeah, but then they grew, grew together. They grew, this one always seemed to get infected, but I have to get them re-pierced because I've got some nice earrings I'd like to be wearing and stuff like that. I don't know. Would you ever like smoke weed or do anything like that? No, because no, old man or dad would be totally against that. Okay. Did you ever TP a house? Oh yeah, we moved and we had fried eggs, people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know fried eggs? I mean, go up to a window. <laughs> yes. Oh, in the car, I did like, that. You did? I did you. Oh my God. I was taking a group of girls stuck out to the cities. I think it was Stacy when we tried to her for Girl Scouts. Oh <laughs> I never heard that. My mom started this where we decorated boxes to make look like cakes. So we'd make box cakes. Uh -huh. We'd like to do that. Yeah. We'd like to do gag gaggy kind of th you know yeah. things that that would make people laugh. Or I like the I love the duck thing. I got to do the duck thing. I appreciate that because my dad the whole time was like, "You're getting a lot more amusement out of this than anyone else is." <laughs> I would be really entertained. I like to send random goofy things to people. Oh, don't you send cards in the mail? Oh yes, yes. I love. I sign them all different names to like my uncle. It was his 90th birthday, and I sent him, um, like one of them was Buster Cherry. Um, <laughs> Oh oh, all kinds of uh, kind of naughty names. I loved sending those kind of things to people anonymously. I've heard a lot of those with two brothers, but never Buster Cherry. Just ones like Mike Hunt. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. My gosh. I'm trying to think of all the ones I've I've looked them up and I've but used a lot of. Them. Yeah. yeah, they figured out it's me. They figure it's me or my, or my sister. You know. Uh, <laughs> so I love to do things like that. And she likes to make people laugh and happy. That's your goal, I think, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Make people happy and less stressed. And I like people to be comfortable. I like when people come here to visit to be feel like they're loved and wanted. <laughs> you know. So. What's something you'd say to your younger self? Don't worry so much. I wish I didn't worry and obsess about things and worry about things. Do you think and, you pass that on to your children? Yeah, it's not a good thing to pass on. Most it is of like, the kids. You don't show it in different ways, you know, and that, so. I don't feel like you show it. I don't want to show it. I, I don't want to, that, that when I went through a period where I was really anxious, it wasn't a fun period. I don't yeah. want that, I, and I don't want that portrayed. I'd rather not, you know. But I'd like to help people if they go through something like that, like a depression or anything like that. I would really, I had told my doctor, if you have anybody, I know HIPAA is against the law, but you can use my name. You can have them call me. And I'd like to tell them they'll be fine. They're going to be okay. Because it's a, it, it was, it's a scary thing when you go through it because you don't realize. When I talked to my uncle and he told me, like my grandpa, he spent three months at the farm and didn't leave the farm because of it. So I, I knew it was something that, probably was in the genes mm -hmm. 
And so um, I just would like people to know that because the biggest thing that helped me when I went through that Mm -hmm. period was when I had friends call me and say, Kathy, I've been through it. You're going to be fine Mm -hmm. because you don't think you are at the time. Right. How long was it that you went through that? It was like a couple months. Yeah. I mean, but I didn't go to work maybe for... I remember that. Yeah. I think I was in, like, middle school. Susie was graduating. Yeah. I didn't know what was going on. Oh, yeah. you were depressed from Oh, school. yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. It just hit me. I walked out of work one day, and I just said, I don't know when I'll be back. How old were you? Probably about 55. So do you know what, if anything, brought it on? No. Susie was graduating. She was leaving. Stacy and Chris were in North Carolina. I was thinking all these things that were could have been triggers is because... Things were changing so much, you know, but it really wasn't any specific thing. I says, I just felt like I was in a tunnel and I couldn't get out. It was a weird feeling. It was just a really uh, odd, weird feeling where you feel like (sighs) I I wasn't, um, I didn't want to harm myself, but I just didn't care about things. Mm -hmm. I didn't do anything around the house. I didn't dress up. I think I wore my pajamas most of the time. (laughs) Went for lots of walks, and I just... Um, Did Dad help a lot? Yeah, Dad helped a lot. He took me to appointments and things like that, and, mm-hmm. and worked me through it. Yes, I went I had therapy, and I went on med, some meds because I didn't... I had to get out of this. Did you have a hard time starting medication or going to therapy in general, or have some fears about what other people would think? Oh, yes. Because I'm not trying to say anything offensive, but your generation is very worried about stuff like that, it seems. There's a stigmatism in that. But I don't want people to think that anymore because there's so much of it out there. And I want people to be not afraid to talk about it because you got to talk about it to get through it. Yeah. Because if they were feeling it, I want them to tell me. And I I watch each of my kids and there's different times that I've worried about them. So you would go out of your way to bring up certain things to family if you thought something was going on? I would. If I saw things, I kind of said things to different yeah. ones and stuff like that. When I see, I think that they need something or if I suggest something and stuff like that. But Yeah, she's not afraid to talk about that. No, no. Yeah, that's a really get therapy. No, you gotta. You and and they told me at the time they said you have to do meds because they. Stacy explained to me. She says, "Mom, this is such a gray area." But she said, "You know, like there's a level right here that you have a chemical imbalance, Mm -hmm. and it's really hard to come up with." I says, "Well, I don't want people thinking I'm I'm crazy. You know, (laughs) I use the word fucking crazy." But she says, Mom, there's just, and, and you need to go on the meds, but, but the doctor said you also need counseling. Mm-hmm. So you have to do it hand in hand or it's not going to, you're not going to get through it. And so. And you feel better? I do. Do you think it was gradual or you woke up one day and felt normal again? No, it was a gradual coming out of it. Okay. Because uh, I kept, my boss was saying, when are you going to be able to come back? I don't know. I don't know. And I, I started back just gradually going back. I ended up getting back in the routine and it kind of like I went right back into the routine and it was okay mm-hmm. but it was just a really scary like my sister even had to she had to pretty much do Susie's graduation party for me and we were doing it with was one of Susie's friends but um she had to take over and do it with the other mom because I couldn't do it I mean even to go to Susie's graduation party was awful because I looked like hell yeah, and I lost on a face no I was down to 140 pounds I couldn't eat or anything mm-hmm. like that 
So I didn't want to face people. I didn't want people asking me questions. And there was a stigmatism. But now I think there's more openness about it. Mm -hmm. But I still think, I think sometimes they used to call it a nervous breakdown. And I think that maybe was what it was. But it was weird. It was weird. No, but it was a weird feeling. And you never felt pressure from Don to get out of it quicker? No, 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 no. And he didn't even say, no, You. he was pushing me to stay home longer. And I said, no, I, I have to make myself get back to normal. Otherwise, it's going to be worse if I don't force myself to start doing normal. I mean, one of the first things that my counselor says, you just have to walk in a grocery store. I don't care what grocery store and buy something. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can't do that. I don't want to see people, mm-hmm. you know. And it was weird because my doctor, Susie had signed, she signed to play volleyball. My doctor saw Don and I and Susie in the newspaper, and he could tell by the look in my eyes that I was going through something. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He said, Kathy, he says, I can tell there's something going on with you. So you had a lot of support. Do you think that was a big thing that helped you get out of it? Yeah. I had friends and people that would help me through it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And dad. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-uh. He didn't say anything, you know. I mean, it wasn't, he he stayed with me because I think he was really worried about me. He didn't go to work and stuff like that. He stayed here. He helped me through it more than anybody, though. Mm-hmm. I worry about little things. I obsess on little things yeah. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. The biggest thing I worry about is my kids getting along <laughs> and being happy together. <laughs> yeah. Then I worry about the my littles. Grandkids. Yeah. My grandkids. Yeah. That's probably the biggest thing I worry about, you know. So how do you stop those worries? I read. I try not to obsess over it. Do you really like hold on? Sometimes do, but he's he's a Mr. Positive. <laughs> he's a total optimist. Total optimist. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, John does not want to talk about anybody or uh-huh. criticize anyone or... Um, he, he, he says, if you can't say something good about a person, don't say anything at all. Mm-hmm. You know? No, probably that that's probably helped me with just letting things go more so than anything is, you know, he'll say, Kathy, just leave it, you know, mm-hmm. it'll be better. And then it does get better, you know, whatever it might be that I'd be worried about. Yeah. And you love your baths like me. I love my baths, mm-hmm. but I take them in about five minutes. Yeah. No, I can't, I can't stand it in there longer. And right now with my knee, I just like the heat beating down on my knee. This is basically... I haven't gotten a hot tub yet. Eventually, I'll do that. Yeah. But it doesn't interest me going out in the cold in the hot tub. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what else? Cool. Well, I think we can wrap it up. I'd just like to say I appreciate you being open and vulnerable about your mental health. I didn't expect the conversation to go that way, and I really liked it. I don't think a lot of parents are that open with their children, let alone their children's friends. I like depth in a person. Oh, I have depth. I like that. There's substance here. <laughs> Holy shit. Thanks, <laughs> Okay, thank you. This was fun. <laughs> thank you so, so much for listening to Want Her with your girlfriends, Sandy and Olivia. We hope this chat has motivated you to chase those dreams, take hold of your mental health, or finally let out that inner weirdo. Maybe even all three. If you're a fan of what we do, we'd sincerely appreciate it if you subscribed and rated us five stars. Talk to you next time.